Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mixed, where Diana and I talk about current events and daily life while, of course, drinking. Yay! First things first, let's talk about what we're drinking on today's episode. Mm, it's so good. Mm, okay, so it's from a local brewery in Justin that's down the street from us, and the it's the brewery's called The Rabbit Hole, and we are drinking their Virtue, which is a Saison... Aged in a Chardonnay cask. I really love Saison. Saisons are my absolute favorite and right you now. you actually turned me on to Saison. Really? Yes, you did. I had no idea what a Saison was. Me neither. Until I met you. Until I ran so, into it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're really good. I haven't been to Rabbit Hole, though. It's it's really cute. It's small, um, but it's, I mean, it's fun. If you don't want, like, a super big, tons of people atmosphere, it's mm-hmm. a really great, low-chill place. And they have, you know, seasonal beers as much... As most places do. Yeah. But I haven't... Well, you've taken a sip already. You t- you tell me what you think and then I'll... I really like it. It's not as tart as some Saison's that I've had. Um, Ooh. Yeah. What are your initial thoughts? First one I that agree. comes to mind. I agree. <laughs> it's not as tart as most Saison's and I like how smooth it finishes. Yeah. It finishes differently you than... You sound like a professional. Oh, do I? <laughs> The finish is really smooth. Oh, it smooth. finishes very smoothly. Um, no, I like... I actually really enjoy this. Yeah. I think we're probably going to enjoy it a little bit too much we today. We are. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's get into this. So, do you want to tell a story first or should I? It doesn't matter. What I can start... Do? Okay, go for it. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so I saw this online the other day and I thought it was just a really cute, cute story. Okay. So, there's this guy... Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I totally didn't write down where this took place. Okay, well, but you somewhere know, in somewhere. the U.S. Got it. And this guy, Brandon Carpenter, <laughs> he takes his young daughter okay. over to his um the daughter's mom's house, so his baby mama's house. Okay. Um, they're no longer together. Mm-hmm. They broke up. Bummer. Yeah, but Eek. the daughter's you know under two. Okay, so at least she's young enough. That yeah, she's super young, and um, he takes her over there, and um. He drops the baby off, and he's just kind of, like, hanging out, talking with his ex, and he opens up her fridge and notices that there is absolutely no food in the fridge. <gasps> so he goes into the pantry, and there's just only baby Wait, food. Wait, this is baby mamas? Yeah. Oh, no. And so he goes in the pantry, and there's only baby food mm-hmm. in the pantry. Mm-hmm. And so this guy automatically says his heart broke. He knows that I, mm-hmm. she's struggling to be a single mom, even though, you know, he's helping out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's sharing bills for the baby, but he realized that that's probably not enough. And so he drops baby off, acts like nothing is, nothing's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Leaves, you know, says bye, goes to the grocery store immediately and comes back with like $300 worth of groceries for the baby mama. What a sweetheart. I know. And this is a dad, right? Yes. Well, and it's like, this is, this is your child so Mm -hmm. you it's and i get when you split up everything is different and people pay for this or you pay for that blah blah but it is still i feel like your responsibility to make sure that your child is fed yes one way or another and he wasn't even worried about his daughter getting fed like she prioritized and had baby that's true that's right but he says if my child's mother is good then i know she's taking good care of our daughter and that makes me happy And I thought this was just the cutest thing because he was like, some of y'all think I'm only going to provide for my child, 
but that's thinking like a child. It's time to grow up and take responsibility in all aspects of life. Mm, Amen. So he's just helping out the fellow parent in his relationship. And I thought that was so cute. I'm so sad that they didn't make it for whatever reason. Like, your ex came and filled your fridge and your house with food so that you wouldn't starve as well, I would feel like I'd fall back in love. Again, I don't know what the backstory was, but... And you, you know, you see so many bad stories about parents just bickering and fighting over kids and fighting in front of kids. Dirty, dirty too. And just be like, some, some guys would have saw that and been like, oh, well, I'm glad you got baby food, but I hope you starve. Yeah, it sucks for you. Yeah. And this guy didn't look at it that way. He was like, oh, I have some money. She needs some groceries. Let me help out because then she's going to be in a better place to take care of our daughter, which is the ultimate goal. So, so admirable. Way to go. Way to go. Good dad. Brandon Carpenter. You are amazing. You are amazing. Hero of the week. I thought that was really cool. That was really sweet. Okay. So, Diana, this is going to be a little bit interactive. Oh, I have to do stuff? Uh, (laughs) just a little. Okay. I know it's the weekend, but yes, I'm going to ask you to do stuff. But it's fun stuff. Okay. Because, oh, I like fun. Because it's related to dogs. Ooh. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so for you listeners that may not know, uh, Diana is a fur mama of three. An excessive amount. Do you want to tell people what their names are? Oh, my are? God. So <laughs> I have, we started with Tess. She's a shelter mutt, some sort Hi. of pit bull mix. We don't even know. Possibly mm-hmm. looking at doing a DNA test soon. So, oh, exciting! <gasps> the can we reveal them? Yes, the that's what I started to say. We can do a breed reveal. Oh Let us know if you want in on that. Yes, we'll do it live oh, on exciting. Instagram Live. Yes, perfect. Oh, good idea. Um, so that's Tess. She was our first, and uh, then Richard surprised me not last Christmas, but the year before with Forrest Aww. as a Christmas present. He's another Forrest. shelter mutt. Um, hashtag adopt, don't shop. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> my loving husband came home with yet another dog. I see a pattern here. I know. It's never me that comes home with them, but I never let them Usually leave. it's the women that bring the puppers home, but hey, this works. No, he found Boone in a field while he was out hunting, and he was abandoned, and he was maybe three months old. So Aww. now we have three. How is that like? It's chaotic, but other exciting news is that Lisa's family I just did. expanded she oh you tell him okay so we had we've had gunner for five years now we adopted as well from a rescue apollo support and rescue um he was our love bug and then uh, a few years later we adopted bruce also from apollo who passed away unexpectedly which was really hard on us if you ever lost a pet you'll understand it's absolutely really rough um, but after his passing, we obviously wanted to still add to our family. And after lots of digging and searching and crying, I finally found another English bulldog and his name is Teddy. Aww. And Diana met him today for the first time. I'm so excited. I mean, you can, I mean, he's just a love bug. He loves giving hugs. He loves getting kisses. He's so cute. He loves snorting in your face. I mean. And mostly hugs. Mostly just hugs. Hugs just and hugs and hugs. Hugs. Yep. Death by hug by English Bulldog. But <laughs> we're going to put up photos of him so that way everybody can meet Teddy. Yay. Oh my gosh. He'll be excited. He's so. And he'll be if excited we can get to, him to listen to all still. the. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. So, Diana. Yes. There was a new study conducted by Rover.com. Okay. If you're familiar with the website. I've never heard of it. Um, if not, it's just like a online platform where 
pet owners go look for pet sitters or information <gasps> oh, oh, on Oh, my brother to, actually, actually does right? this. Your, yeah. I would do this? Yeah. Okay, so they conducted a study, um, and, a, and it consisted of surveying thousands of dog owners. Okay. And in this survey, they found that 65, 65% of dog owners admitted to snapping more photos of their dog <laughs> than their significant other. Oh, that's 100% true. Yeah. yeah. It's probably a stronger percentage and in my case. The first time I saw that, I kind of was like, well, duh. Like, who, <laughs> who doesn't? But it made me curious about my own camera gallery. Did you go through my, your phone? I did. <laughs> so, Diana, I'm going to have you look through your phone. Okay. And I want you just to, you know, you don't have to count every single one. But look through your phone okay. and tell me a percentage of how many how many photos of your dog versus Richard, okay. your husband. Okay. okay. So while Diana's doing that. I have homework. Uh, yeah, she <laughs> has some homework. Uh, listeners, I want you to do it as well. Pull out your phone or your camera or both and look through it and see how many photos you have actually in your gallery of your animals versus... <laughs> Your significant other. And then send us photos of the animals. We don't yes. care so much about your oh my significant gosh, we would others. Love to but... see... <laughs> we would love to see photos of your animals. Yes. Um, are you still looking, Diana? Or yeah. you kind of have an idea? Uh, well, I have a good idea because okay. I know where this is going. Okay. In my phone. <laughs> what would you say is the percentage of photos of pets? Oh, God. Not even my own pets. Like, just pets in general. Because I take a lot of pictures of other mm. people's dogs, too. This is true. For example, the last three photos on my phone are of Teddy. <laughs> So, um, and then the 15 before that are of my talks. <laughs> I would say probably 80 to 85% are my dogs versus my husband. And that sounds pretty legitimate. Cause I, <laughs> so I also went in my phone. I have 437 photos <gasps> in my phone. I thought you were going to say of the dogs. Uh, no, 400. <laughs> well, 437 total in mm-hmm. my phone, right? 24 of them of, are of Blake, which is my husband. 24? <laughs> now, to be fair, they're not, all, like, not all the photos of, are of dogs. Some of them are, like, of us on vacation yeah. and, and doing other but things. But I love that only 24 but, have Blake's face in it. <laughs> exactly. So 24 of them, Blake, are is in the photo. However, half of those are of Blake with pets. <laughs> So really, so does that really so count? Really, I don't think so. So really, I just have twelve photos of my husband. Your husband alone. In my phone. Yes, That's my husband hilarious. alone. In my phone. Out of four hundred and thirty-seven photos, twelve are just of my husband. Oh, I have a question. Yes. The background on your phone. What's the photo of? Oh, uh, Gunner. Because <laughs> I can tell my you dog. right now, mine are my dogs, oh, not my husband. I'll have to update mine for now to have a background of Gunner and Teddy, but. That's like actually legit. <laughs> so, listeners, I would love to hear if you are a victim of mostly pet photos in your collection as well. Okay, so another interactive oh. thing to go along with this. More homework, Lisa. Well, the, but but having to do with dogs, okay. which I know you love. So, um, we they did it during the survey. They asked, they asked the surveyors multiple questions as well. So I'm going to ask you the question. Ooh, okay. I love this. Would you consider ending a relationship if your dog didn't like your partner? Oh. I know. And some of these are 
very situational, I I feel. I don't think I... um, It would depend on how much my dog didn't like them. Mm -hmm. Like, if it was Mm -hmm. made it really hard to be around, Mm -hmm. then I would say yes. But overall, I would think that the person would grow on each other. Because when I first started dating Richard, he had a dog named Maddie. And Maddie didn't care for me. Oh, I didn't know she didn't care for you. Not when I first... Especially not when we first moved in together. Because Maddie was very territorial. And Richard was her man. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um... I, yeah, Maddie actually uh, came over to me on the bed and uh, I thought she was going to cuddle with me for the first time and Aww. then she oh. threw up on me. Well, <laughs> and that's when I, she didn't like me. <laughs> but did she ever like bite or snip or anything? No, it was never anything okay, like that. Well, it was like good. if we were sitting next to each other, she'd sit in between us and then like lay on Richard or if we Aww. laid down in the bed, same thing. Okay. And she would just kind of like slowly do the thing where she stretches out, pushes me away. <laughs> so it was like very passive aggressive. <laughs> so... But Richard stayed with me, so I'd, I'd have to say no. No. Overall. Okay. <laughs> 54 people said yes. Yeah, I don't That they I would consider that. ending a relationship if their dog didn't like their partner. Well, I think dogs can sense evil. Very So true. I don't dogs know what Maddie saw in me. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I don't think you're evil. But I Stay think... tuned. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with certain people, like, they can tell if there's, like, a bad vibe, and then those people end up, like, cheating, and you're like, oh, thanks so much, Baxter. Mm. Baxter. <laughs> Okay, question number two. Have you ever made up a song to sing to your dog? <laughs> you find that funny? Um, no. No? I mean... Not even like a silly little song? I... Okay. Sometimes I'm like, I'll, you know, like, no, I can't say I've and made up a song, but To like, be fair, it, yeah, I don't know if they mean song as in a three-minute song or, or like, like short... Or more like, we're gonna go to bed, let's all go right. to bed. Because in, in that case, I have, like, a short yeah. little snippet. Just anything to get them going. Exactly. So, or like, we're have gonna Have you go made party. up a song? Yes. Um, not like a, like I said, a full-blown song, but little, like, no, jingles. No, instruments. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. But... 24% of dog owners said they have made up a song to I feel sing like those to their are, dog. Oh, these are dog owners only? These are, this is a dog. Dog owners, uh, specifically. I was going to say that sounds like cat owner. Really? <laughs> I just feel like cat owners know. are a lot I more, feel... like, in tune with, like, their animals. And dogs are like, let's go play. Yeah, because cats are very mysterious. Yeah. And very picky. You might have and... to serenade them. Mm. <laughs> okay, question number three. Ooh, okay. Do you find it harder to leave your spouse for a week or your dog? <laughs> 100% my dogs. <laughs> okay. When I'm out of town for work, I will text Richard and ask him to send me pictures of the dogs before I ask him how his how day you doing? was. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think, ooh, for me, I would probably say no. What? I, I do. Not you miss you, Blake not more? I do. I do miss. I do love my dogs. Blast Don't get me wrong. I feel like it's probably 50-50 for me. Mm-hmm. I miss them both. They're my family, so I miss them both. Oh, well, your husband is but, obviously less obnoxious. So. Oh, <laughs> my husband's very quiet. <sighs> so maybe that helps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the opposite of Richard. Um, okay. <laughs> and then last question. Do you say hello to your dog first when you come home before greeting anyone else in your family? Yes, mostly because they greet me at the door. That I was going to say yes, too. But 56% have said that they greet their dog first before their spouse or anybody else in their family. But to your point and what I thought as well, 
dogs tend to run up to you because they're yeah. super excited. So obviously my husband doesn't run one. up to me at the door yeah. most of the time. But I kind of thought about this a little more. When my dogs greet me, um, I tend to give them kisses, or you know, they give me kisses, and I give them air kisses, and then I'll see Blake. I'm like, hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no same. kiss. Like from yeah. across the living room, I'm yeah. like, hey, what's, hey, what's up? up? Yeah. <laughs> But the dogs are like, oh my god, how was your day? Did you run around a lot? So, oh my gosh. Um, interesting fact. I have actually a few interesting facts. I'm loving this dog but talk. I, right? I love dogs. I hope who's listening, if you don't like dogs, and mm-hmm. um, moving on. You probably should yeah. listen to this podcast. <laughs> exactly. So, Rover, the, the platform, states that there are 54 million households in the country. 54 million, that's a lot. Yeah. In the country with at least... One dog. Aww. That's a, that's a lot. Oh, I love that. Uh, and you Everybody may... should have three. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> Could you tell the difference from going to one to two to one to two to three? Well, we only had two for a very brief time. Okay. Um, we Just only had, we had, we went from one to two. Yeah. And, uh, we had tests for three years as just one dog. Sure. And then going from one to two, we only had two for like six months before... Richard found. I didn't boom. realize it was that. It was close. really I thought quick. you had Forrest for at least like a year. No. Wow. We had Boone for like five months by the time we had Forrest for wow. Hit, hit his one That's year. That's nuts. So we went from wow. one to three basically, Jeez. and I saw a big difference. <laughs> well, because you know people that have human children, they say like there's a difference between one and two and one, two and three. Yeah. So I would also feel with dogs, there's a difference too. Yeah. So that's why I kind of asked you. Um. So some of you may be wondering. Some of you may be surprised at the percentages that people, you know, love their dogs or are obsessed about their dogs. And the study is basically they found that young Americans are less likely to be homeowners <laughs> or parents in previous generations, which is very true. We've very actually true. touched on that in our past podcast. In episode two. In episode two, exactly. If you haven't listened, check Hashtag it out. adulting. Uh-huh. Um, but one category that young Americans uh, succeed in right now is pet ownership. I believe it. Pets are our babies now, and yep. we have pets more or earlier in life than children nowadays, yeah. or even owning a home, and our dogs are our children slash best friends. Yeah, it's they just, are. It is what it is. Well, and I feel like for our generation, it's kind of started out as like a dry run of kids. Yeah, it's very valid. It would test your relationship and see how you guys do with making kind of like parenting type decisions. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you deal with potty training or... Who gets up at night to do this. I think it tells you a lot about a relationship having a dog with somebody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then if it doesn't work, then obviously the better parent gets to keep the dog. So, I think... Oh, speaking of, I have a girlfriend. I gotta top you off. I know, I already finished You're mine, I'm finished. sorry. We said we were going to slow down, but this isn't really happening I'm not, for I'm us. I'm not slowing down, I'm sorry. No, you're happy, Matt. Um, it was really good, you guys should try this. I actually really enjoy it. Put some more in your... No, I will, I will, I will. Okay, here we go. So, um, okay, a few more fun facts. Uh, the majority of dog people... 78% to be, 78% to be exact mm-hmm. would include their dog in a family moment such as a marriage proposal, holiday card, yes, and vacation. Yes. Yeah, I was like, have you done all three maybe not marriage proposal, but not in the marriage proposal although I would have loved that. Yes. And Tess was on the trip with us when he proposed. Oh, oh my gosh, so there you go. Yeah. 
And then my friend had uh, their dog as an usher in their wedding. I showed you the cute little, uh, he he had a little suit and everything. I'm going to post a photo of Colby on there. They were beautiful photos. He was the cutest little, little usher. (laughs) And we have girlfriends that have put their dogs on their holiday cards. Yes. One of our colleagues. Yep. And I'm sure y'all will this year too. Because you you love Christmas. I've never done a holiday card and I (gasps) really need to do one. This is the year. It's, yep. This is the year. With Teddy and Goonie Bear. But you have to, you know, you have to take them in like August or September or something so that we can have the cards printed. You get the photos back from the photographer and then the cards printed and ready to go to send out like December 1st. That's too much. I know. (laughs) It's like, not not that Texas gets cold, but like, it's way so far in advance. If I did a holiday card, I'd want like a tree in the background. That's a lot of work to dig the tree out to do that. Or you could go... Like, well, like a studio, maybe, or yeah, something? Yeah, I'm sure that, like, a studio, or you could do, like, an outdoor one. Yeah. And or maybe, like... Decorate a tree. It might seem a little tacky, but you won't know. I could go to, like, the, one of the... I won't know if it's tacky? Like, I, meant, I meant the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the random stands that sell Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. You just go, and it looks like you're at a field of Christmas trees. Yes. Right? I like work. it. Okay, fun fact number two. One in three pet parents have shed a tear when leaving their dog at home. Guilty. What? <laughs> have you cried when, when ever had before to when you've him? had to leave your dog at home? No. You've never cried? No. I've totally cried. Really? Yes. Oh After a surgery. Gosh. And I was worried and my oh. dog's my baby. And I just, you know, when you're a mom or a dog mom, you just, your mind just kind of. Yeah. Anyway, so I totally cried. I didn't but. cry, but I did pick a fight with Richard because he hadn't volunteered to stay home, <laughs> even though yeah. I had. Uh-huh. So, and it was after, it was after surgery. That I totally see. Yeah. On a day-to-day basis, I just tell them to have a good day. Right. And to be safe. <laughs> don't, don't take drugs anything. from strangers. You know, I don't know. <laughs> don't and, answer the door. Oh, yeah. You know, don't things let like strangers that. in. <laughs> okay, this, this is my favorite fun fact, and I've. I, I can see myself doing this. I've never done it, but I cracked up. <laughs> Each month, nearly 3,000 pet parents ask Google, Uh-oh. does my pet love me? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, Google can answer that. Google's like, yes, you crazy weirdo. But that's so, like, I've never, again, I've never done that, but I could totally see myself do it because you're like, oh, my gosh, I feed you. I put a roof over your head. I bathe you. I stay up with you during your surgeries. But do you love me? <laughs> of course they do. Is this a mutual thing? Do you remember when that article came out? I want to say maybe a year ago. And it was like they found out that dogs dream about their owners. Actually, no. Oh, my gosh. I they thought dream we about, about Yes. They were able to do like sleep studies and brain mapping on dogs. And wow. Like how they react to you in person. They're reacting that way in dreams. So it's like they dream about you. Because you're the big person in their life, you know? So they definitely love you. Oh. No need to ask Google. No need to Google. Just, just look at those puppers. They love you. They do. Unless you clearly can tell they don't. Then that's another story. <laughs> like if you're a bad pet owner. If you're, yeah, then we don't want to But we're going to pretend like you're not listening to our podcast then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that's so that cute. Fun? That's interesting. But... Because we're dog lovers, so yeah. I, I thought that Clearly. was a, a fun topic to bring up. <laughs> yeah, we have an excessive amount of dogs between the two of us. Yes, we do. Five. We have a, a small herd. Five puppies. Yeah. <gasps> How old? No, you. I know you told me this probably in the last episode. Gunner? Gunner's five years old. Okay, so same age as Tess. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're the same. Yeah. 
Uh, and we've had him since he was one. So we've had him for four years. And then Teddy is... Teddy is one and a half for what we can kind of tell from vet, vet records that I okay. got. She, the original person that had her, she no longer could could take care of him and she wanted a better life for him, which oh. I, that's great. Like It's really cool that she could acknowledge that. Exactly. And um, didn't just like abandon him somewhere. Yeah, and I don't feel, like, I, that's, I admire her for that instead of dumping him. Yeah. Or, you know, like you said, but... Um, he, from what I can tell, is one and a half-ish. She told okay. me one year, but he's one and a half, I think, after looking at the records. Yeah. But he plays like a puppy. Like, <laughs> as you saw. Yes. He's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are little furb animals. Aww. Yeah. Well, I have, I, oh, I did read this thing the other day. It was a okay. super quick little story about a dog, since we're talking about dogs. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, so this guy... He's on, like, a long-haul road trip. He's got, like, kind of a bigger truck. Uh-huh. And he's, like, hauling something. I don't know. Okay. And he gets out at a gas station, and he sees fur sticking out from his wheel well. No. And he I immediately probably... thinks the worst. Yeah, I would, And too. is like, oh, my God, I've hit an animal or something. I'm terrified, you know. But he realizes that the fur kind of goes up into the engine, so he's like... Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh. He pops the hood. Uh-huh. And looking up at him, slightly wagging his tail, is a little pupper that was in there for 110 miles on a really hot day at the front of the engine and somehow managed to not get injured, not touch the hot engine, not touch the hot... uh, There's belts and things in there that, like, spin around. Oh, my God. So he just lost some hair. Yeah. It was really all that happened to this dog. Yeah. And the dog was totally fine, a little scared, as you can imagine. And so he pulls the dog out and takes him to a local vet, and the vet calls him Chevy. (laughs) Adorable. Was Um, he stuck in a Chevy, I'm assuming? I don't even know. (laughs) I'm just going to guess probably I would assume so. Uh, Or just sounded cuter than, like, Ford. Ford. Toyota. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they keep him for a little while, and the truck driver keeps checking back in to see if he's been adopted, and he's not getting adopted, because he's kind of, he's kind of... He's a mutt, and so he's kind of, like, ratty-looking. He's sure. not, like, real, you know, Instagram-worthy, I guess right. you would say. Uh-huh. Um, and so the truck driver, finally, he has to swing back by there on, like, a route or something, and he decides to adopt him himself. Like, he figures they have a bond. It was somehow meant to be, and so he of renames him to Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> that works, too, in this I situation. Know. And For so sure. they lived happily ever after. That's adorable. I thought that was so cute. And I love that the truck owner kept checking back in to Mm -hmm. make sure that he found a good home. I agree. I'm so glad that that dog didn't end up. I know. I mean, he could have been dead or paralyzed or lost a limb. I I would have been terrified to open the hood. So it must have been a small... He looked kind of small, but he must have, like, strategically, like, found himself. Yeah, and just stayed there. Yeah, not moved. 110 miles, that's, I mean, I don't that's know. That's a long Two time. hours? An hour yeah, and a half Yeah, two hours, yeah. Because yeah. 60, miles, uh, 60 miles per hour is an hour. Oh, so. God, math. Yeah. <laughs> we road trip a ton as a family. It sucks. But <laughs> anyways, um, so what do you what do you think of the beverage overall? Saison. I, well, I love saisons. I personally really like tart drinks. Okay, I do too. So, do you like sours? I do. I love sours. Okay, good, perfect. Anytime somebody's that. like, "Oh, it's a sour ale," I'm like, "Oh, in Finland, I, I found love... a really great oh. winter sour." Oh, yes. Is what it was called. How was your trip? Good overall. Oh yeah, it was good. Awesome. Um, we didn't have to deal with all the beautiful Finnish women oh. that I thought we would. What a relief. 
<laughs> Thank God. I know. Um, but yeah, it was it was good overall. Perfect. So sorry, what was the saison that you're? Oh, it was just. Was it? Um, just I really can't tart? remember the brewery, but it was. Uh, yeah, it was like it was called a winter sour. Ooh. And it was really, really good. Yeah. So I like this one, this Virtue from uh-huh. Rabbit Hole. Um, but I think I would prefer a Something little bit more. more. Yeah. Sure. So then that being said, 1 through 10, mm-hmm. 10 being the best, what would you rate it? I'd give it a solid 7. Like, I would definitely order this somewhere. Yeah, I would, I would agree. What would you? I would. Let me take another sip. Big old gulp. Gulp. <laughs> um... Maybe seven and a half. Ooh. I didn't even know we could do d- half. Oh, sure. You can do whatever you want. 7.3, 7.2, whatever. <laughs> but I know I would give it a solid 7.5. I agree. I I would enjoy a, gl- a full glass of this. Yeah. Um, well, not that we didn't have a full glass, but a, f- <laughs> a glass or two at a brewery. Yeah. I mean, Especially I think it tastes great. And I do enjoy that it finishes smoothly. That's kind of a big thing for me. I don't like bitter after finishes or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, that's true. I don't like it when you're like... Mm-hmm. Like you have to feel like you feel like you have to drink water or food yeah. or something. But I I enjoy this. Seven point five rabbit hole saison, and that's it for Pretty the podcast good. today. All right, well, cheers to that. Oh, cheers. <laughs>